I love it, bro. I love it. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. For my real fans. Someone had brought up to me the other day mm-hmm. that, do you remember the drug? I don't know. I'm not even sure if you can call it a drug. Do you remember spice? Yeah. Would you call that a drug? Spice or salvia? Oh. You're talking about salvia. I'm talking about salvia. Yeah, you're talking about salvia. What's spice? Spice was just that fucking herb that they sprayed a chemical on, and it made it like oh. weed, but it was like intense. It was I'm like, talking it was about like basically salvia. Like, so you know when you smoke a joint, right? You have like three or four hours of what you go through. You get the giggles, then you get the munchies, then you kind of get stony. And Spice was like this like shortening it, it, thing. It went like 15 minutes. So you did everything you did what on weed, idiot, but it was dude. like super fast. Yeah. My bad. I'm You're talking, talking about, about salvia. salvia. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Have you tried salvia? No. Do you know my salvia story? Yes. But I'm going to say it truck. again. In a car. Or in a car, yeah. The uh, Okay. So but I want to hear it again. But so Ari Schaffer was telling this mm-hmm. story about his, right? Yeah. And it reminded me like, dude, I don't. I've only talked about it with like maybe three people. Welcome to the three. (laughs) (laughs) Now? It's about to be five people now. (laughs) My mama watches this. (laughs) I was going to say, you went from three to five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm safe, bro. Bro, but the story. So his story was he was in this wonderland in the water. He thought he was living there for six months. So my story, though, it reminded me, and I was curious if you had a story like, Anything even remotely like this, because mm. I don't take anything that makes you hallucinate. Yeah, but it's because of my time. That time I took salvia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If uh, it might might it might have been all different, mm-hmm. but the time I took it. So here's how it goes. Ready? Yeah. So I'm with my buddy. We're about to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was 18 years old. I didn't really drink very much. Mm-hmm. I was just a very sort of straight laced guy. Yeah. And we're driving to the movies, and he has a thing of salvia, and he starts telling me about it. But it was legal. And mm-hmm. at, that, at that time in my life, I felt like if it was legal, mm-hmm. then, okay. it, then it was okay. Yeah. He was like, hey, if it's past all the regulations, it's legal. It's fine. Yeah. And what a, what a Nowadays, idiot. you understand they just haven't actually looked at it. Or cared about it. Or, or cared where's about the money. It. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a... Where's the money is the right one. Yeah. 18 years old, though. Yeah. So we're driving, and he's telling me about it. And the only thing he tells me, he goes, the effects only last for two minutes. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. what's well, two minutes? What's two minutes? Hmm. I'm like, just like what you said, like, oh, you want to smoke this? You're going to be high for four hours? Yeah. So he's telling me, like, hey, you got to try this, dude. It's only two minutes. All right, fine. Whatever. Yeah. We're going to do it. So we pull over. You did a training day. <laughs> Huh? You did a training day. It was a training Infamous day. Infamous Denzel. Yeah. My nigga. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we pull over in a neighborhood yeah. on the way to a movie. Yeah. He's like, oh, let's just do it real quick. So he pulls out a bong from behind his car, mm-hmm. and then he pulls out this salvia, mm-hmm. puts it in. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I just, boom, hit it. Yeah. And as I'm blowing it out, it I've never experienced anything like this before. Melted away. Went away. Well, it was just like I felt rainbows, just like the painting, just like yeah. rainbows going down my face. <laughs> and I remember drooling yeah. and just going down. Yeah. And it was the most terrifying, terrifying experience ever. So yeah. I drooled down. I'm gone. 
It's not like you even know your reality. You're yeah. gone. Yeah. You're in the clouds. Yeah. And I was flying through the tunnel. It was like a tunnel with rainbows. Mm-hmm. And I'm just flying down it, just my eyes. Yeah. And there's the pictures. I saw my parents, yeah. my brothers, yeah. my family, and friends. And I thought I was... You're going I, to hell, dog. Yeah. I was like... One I, last look. You get one last look. Yeah. I thought, oh, you idiot. You smoked something you did no research on. And you're dead you now. just died. <laughs> and you're going to hell. You're going to hell. Bro, it was so bad. I just remember being so sad. Mm. But I was flying. And in your brain, you're like, all right, well, yeah. I messed up. Yeah. Guess I'm going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Pew! Just flying down. There pictures. It was crazy. So as I start to come back to reality, <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing like the vision of going to hell, <laughs> but also like the car windshield like it's starting to like blend back together and when i come back to reality the buddy that was sitting next to me in the car is looking at me with i've only seen two or three humans give me this face ever and it was just the most anti-humans no i said this only a couple humans yeah you've seen other things give you that look no never okay so well i've seen one or two things one no boys and girls a couple girls a couple guys <laughs> give me that look why well, I want to say just girls and guys I don't know just humans why were girls giving you that look <laughs> the look of fucking fear you want to know why no I don't because my know wife found your sock in my bed oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was the second time I've ever gotten that look yeah. Trust me. Just trust me when I say I've gotten that look of Nobody would ever wear those socks. <laughs> Jokes on you, Sam. <laughs> wear them every day. Dude, I come back and dude's looking at me like I just killed someone. Yeah. But I'm looking like I just came back from hell. You're like, oh. And dude, he tells me he's like, dude, uh, he's like, because I think I was wearing sunglasses at the time. I smoked it. <laughs> and he's like, as soon as he's like, because I knew I dropped my head and drooled. Yeah. But then I went to hell. And so when <laughs> I came back, he was like, dude, you smoked it. And then your head fell down. And then you took your sunglasses off your face, threw them on the ground, started stomping on them, punching the roof. <laughs> He's like, so I grabbed you because you started trying to climb out the car window. So I'm trying to hold you (laughs) in. And in his life, this is only 90 seconds. In my life, I lived in two hours on my journey (laughs) to hell. (laughs) Look at it, all your family. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. So I start coming back, and and, and eventually I'm back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what happened? And so now I see the sunglasses shattered on the ground. You know, I see fists, holes, or like indents yeah. in the ceiling of yeah. the car. <laughs> and he's like, and he's terrified. So anyways, once everything comes down, he's like, dude, that was crazy. You okay? So I try to relate or uh, tell him what mm-hmm. happened. But I mean, he, I mean, it's just too much yeah. at the time. So he's like, the movie's about to start in like 20 minutes, <laughs> so dude. Should we go to the movie? You ready to go watch Poltergeist? Bro, I remember <laughs> thinking like. You want to take me to a movie right now? <laughs> like, just take me home. Like, I can't. You want to continue our <laughs> hangout? No, dude. I'm good. It was way, way, way yeah. too much. But I mean, let's just try it again. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know what I got into that time. So I'm I'm gonna try uh, MDMA. Okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't the same thing. MDMA. It's, it's, it's well, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's fairly close. Does it last two minutes? Um. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. They they say it's it's. Oh, only, am it's I thinking only, of DMT? Oh no no I'm thinking yeah uh, that's what I'm thinking of too, You're right? DMT. DMT is like the peyote stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. it lasts just two minutes. Yeah, yeah. They say it lasts two, like, couple minutes, and then you're back. But in your mind, you You lived with years. fish in the ocean. Yeah. You had could, a wife you and could kids. Be there, and... Yeah, you could be there forever. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of that movie Inception. I just have to understand, like, the reason behind it. I don't know. The only reason I'm scared to do something like that, this is the only reason. Not because of what I'll see when I get there. It's what I'll see when I get back. And that's the only reason I haven't done anything like that is because I don't want to be one of those stories of waking up from it and looking around and just finding, like, whoever I was with, like, completely, like, mutilated. Like, just kill everybody. Like, if I would have beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he he wasn't able to hold me down. He just killed Pull a pen out of my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Tha, 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 tha. Yeah. And then you wake up. Oh! Oh shit! What the hell was that? And then you look around, and and then and then you're you're a Netflix documentary now, you know, yeah. you know that's that's the only reason for me. Like I I'm haven't like, done right. any research into. It. Is that a thing? I don't know, but I'm 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 assuming it could be. The thing is, is like when you're talking about doing the microdosing, mm-hmm. the microdosing I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, like, I understand. As long as, as, long as the the yeah, but I'm uh, saying the microdosing and even yeah. the guys that do the microdose. Uh, do they still call it, mic- call it microdosing when mm-hmm. they have someone lay- sitting next, like a therapist with so them? So that's that's a little bit more than a microdose. That's but m- no, that's I'm saying, do they call that microdosing? I don't think they call that microdosing. So both situations, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much okay with. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, this guy's being monitored by a yeah. professional, yeah. and it's on. If there's a path, yeah, uh, to to uh, reroute yeah. the pathways in their brain. Right, right. And with microdosing, I don't understand it as much because you don't have anybody walking you through anything. Mm-hmm. But it's such a low dose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen you do it that yeah. I'm like, okay, well. The only thing that I feel when I feel uh, or when I do any kind of microdosing sessions, and I'm actually going to do another one here coming up soon. You've been um, saying that for like <clears> I know, but I keep forgetting. <laughs> and, and I keep like reminding myself, but I keep forgetting too. Um Honestly, like, the only really thing that I really felt is, like, I don't feel high at all. Like, I don't feel any kind of, like, high. There is a little bit of euphoria, I think that that's the word for it, where I kind of just feel more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, like if I'm emotional about something, I feel it a little bit more. If, I, if I'm happy about, like, if I'm happy, I feel a little bit more. What about bad, angry? A little bit little bit less actually when I'm angry it kind of like um because I don't know it's weird it, it kind of makes it to where it's like what are you angry about and you're like it allows you to kind of walk through that really quick it's like and and you just walk through it real quick and you're like but I'm angry about this but there's just such good stuff about all of the rest of it that yeah. like it's like why are you angry about it? And that's actually why I'm going to do it again because I've I've ha- I've been having this feeling lately, like over the past, I'd say probably like three months, of like this not belonging thing. 
in me right now. And it just comes. What does that mean? Like not belonging. Like it's kind of weird. It's kind of deep. I guess we'll just go into it. Fuck it. Um, I like, I, I feel like I've felt like even since I was a little kid, like this is stuff that I've been working through as I've been going. But even as like a little kid, I felt like there's a belonging time period in my life. And then it's all right. Now you're out. Now you got to go to this stage of belonging. Um, and that I think that just has to do with my family, like just how I've grown up. It's like, all right, you know, I was young with my mom and you know whoever she was married to at the time. Um, I was there, everything stable for a period of time, and then it was like, all right, now you got to go over here. You like you have to go to here. You got to go to your dad's house. I'm there for a period of time and then it's like all right now you got to go over there like um so stability is that more of, I'm trying to understand the word belonging it's stability like it's definitely a stability thing it's like there wasn't there wasn't a lot of stability growing up right belonging think, to like that tri- th- like tribe mentality like belonging to a family or belonging to a so like, I've always envied like like when I look at like like how you grew up. Like I have multiple friends too. Like their parents are still together or, or whatever the case may be or anything like that. But, um, it's like growing up, like I don't, as I look back on my life, I don't ever have that. I was part of one situation for my whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people have been in and out of my life. As I go. Yeah. And so it's like, it's almost like seasons, right? What do you think you have stable people? Do you have anyone that you feel like? Whatever. It's kind of crazy. It's because like the people in my life are, are stable, I guess, but just, it's like seasons. It's like they're stable. They're stable for seasons. But kind of what you're talking about though, is that, the prime years of your life where you develop a trust for stability, those were the years. Because when you over... Yeah, but those years, I was always, I was always in different places. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's my whole point. I'm yeah. saying you didn't feel stable because during those prime years of your life, yeah, you were bouncing around a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. A, yeah. Okay, yeah. a ton. Yeah. But maybe if you're 25 years old to 35 years old... I always old. felt like it was always to the point of like... It was until this is too much. But what it... So it's like, oh, it's like, it's stable until eh, this is too much. Now you got to go over here. Oh, type thing. I'm falling. So it's You're like, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Sweet. either I'm asking too much or I'm needing you. too much yeah. or anything like that. I think that's why I have like a really hard time like just asking like... I got you. My I'm family on. for like help, you know. So I'm, like, so I'm a problem if I'm too much. If I ask too much, then I'm... You got to go. You got to go. Okay. Like, then you're out, huh. you know? And that's so, been a new thing? Or maybe not a new thing, but a recent thing? Uh, a new, like, kind of, like, realization, I think. Like, of just, a, like, a new some, feeling. Work past I've at ne- some point. Yeah, I've ne- well, I've never really thought about it or worked through it or done anything. But recently, I've been kind of thinking, like, like oh, shit, dude, like... Have you pinpoint where that why where that started at recently or well it's, that? that's what I've been doing over like the last couple of months and I'm like oh yeah you know when 
became too much of a hassle for my mom. Go to your dad's. Came too much of a hassle for my dad. Go back to your mom's. It's like it's like kid though. Yeah, and it's crazy too because I like I think back on it. I'm like, dude, I never, I, I didn't really do anything. Right. Crazy. Like I, I wasn't like just a kid. I wasn't I wasn't in and out of jail. I wasn't like causing like major chaos or anything like that. Like I was just I was being a kid, normal kid. But it's just like when I'm done with you or that and that's what I that, that's where the feeling comes is is like when I'm done, you You're gotta done. go. Yeah. Yeah. And so and yeah, so I wanna do another uh round of my microdosing to kind of just like work through that stuff a little bit and just kind of like be able to think about it a little bit because I think that translates it's I I notice it translating a little bit like with my kids but why do you think it's flaring up right now uh I think just because of some recent things that have happened like within you know my group you know I I look back on when I was in um so when I was in Arkansas, I was by myself, right? Mm. Nobody was around. So, and everybody was there, though. Everybody wanted to be around. Well, vocally, everybody wanted to be there. But People nobody, that weren't there in Arkansas. Right. I get you. But they were never, like, really there, right? And then so... That was probably, like, those three years, I felt like, oh, shit, like, everybody wants to be around. Like, that was the most consistent three years of my life as far as, like, everybody just wanting to, like, be around. Where? Be around. In Arkansas? Yeah. Who? What do you mean? Nobody was actually around, but vocally. Oh, saying they wanted to be around. Everybody wanted to be around. Right. Right. So. And nobody came around. Nobody came around, but vocally, everybody wanted to be around. I got you. Right. So and it, and it felt pretty consistent. And now coming back into Utah, you it's just kind of like visualize, like not visualizing, but like you're able to see kind of that. Well, I know you say you want to be around, but yeah, when 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 stuff becomes a little bit tough, like who's who who want who wants to be around? Well, what it sounded like though is because that little portion that you're saying just sounds like your feelings got hurt. Yeah, and be feelings really, definitely got hurt. But it'd be really easy for some to be like, "Dude, you just got your feelings hurt." Mm-hmm. We all get our feelings hurt, right? But I think what's deeper going on is like, oh, actually, what happened is this uh, ignited this little dormant yeah. thing that had been laying in me yeah. and not affecting me, maybe, yeah. or that I didn't even know about for my whole childhood. Didn't really think I didn't about it up. up. Yeah, and this thing that happened in my thirties, yeah, reignited this old thing. Yeah, and well, that just, brought it, it back just up. Kind of like flared out the, uh, the the like it brought up an emotional all, trauma, emotional trauma of yeah. all of my life. It's exactly. like it's like holy fuck, dude! Like this and, is what and, I always thought as a this, kid. I knew. this is this is what I thought. Yeah, and this is what I've done to kind of counteract that too because i noticed in my life too like i cannot act that mm-hmm. with just disappearing right i'm gone if i'm gone like they won't have anything nobody will have anything to worry about like if i if i disappear 
this person won't have anything to worry about. Right? I used to do it back in the day too. Like I would think about it. Like, all right, me and my mom are fighting, or whatever, blah blah blah. And so I'm like, cool. Hop on a bus, go to California. I'm out. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Like, I'm out of here. Have you grown past like, that? Uh, or that's still your default. I think I'm growing past that for sure. Like I think I think it's I think I guess it's like the identif- identifying it right is understanding like oh wait this is, might be why I do this. It's, it's just like, becoming wiser in life. Like you have a perspective on things that is respectable and should be listened to, mm-hmm. and so I think that mentality of run. Uh, I have a similar one. Mm-hmm. It's just it's more ignited when I feel like my back's against the wall. Yeah, and I'm like oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, this guy's mad at me. She's mad at me. My wife's mad at me. Like, yeah. and I don't even think I didn't get, you know, those times you're like, I don't even know what I did, and everyone's mad, and I'm feeling closed in on. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Gone. I'm out. Done. I'm taking I'm taking away the problem for you guys. Like, I, I'll, because I've always been I okay. never felt that way, though. I never felt like I was taking the problem away. I felt it was like, I, I'm feeling suffocated right yeah. now. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And, and, and just bounce. But, is, but I was always, I don't know, growing up, I always felt like I was the, not the odd one out, but I was never the one that was actually fully in, in multiple different, like, scenarios, right? Yeah. So, like, my mom and my dad got together when they were way young, divorced when they were way young, uh, m- met my stepdad. I, I don't even remember meeting him. Like, he was just my dad, right? But when that, you know, and then uh, they had kids and... um my brother, my sister, that was like the, our family. But then when that split up, it was like, all right, well, I like, you're, you're not really a part of that because you can't be because some decisions were made and it's fine. Whatever people do things for whatever reason they do them in the time. But so that separation came, it's like, all right, so now I'm not necessarily fully connected to like my brother and sister. So I'm kind of just out here still. You know? Yeah. And it's like, you you just, it's just like this like weird fucking puzzle piece. It's like, it's yeah. not, it fits. Well, just like you're saying. But it just doesn't there's, fit. There's no place. You know? It's like, if you had a puzzle, mm-hmm. and there's a piece that fits in the puzzle, you can put it there, but the picture isn't fully right. And you're right. like, I know that doesn't go there. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to change that later. But, for right now, I'll leave it there. And then when I find I'm managing, the right, and when I'm I, managing yeah, my life, and when I find that right piece, then I'm going to take that piece out and I'm going to put the right piece in there. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy that, like, the stuff you're talking about, stuff that was childhood stuff. Yeah. It, and I deal with the same thing. It's crazy to me sometimes. I'm like, this shit happened when I was six. Yeah. And I'm in my late 30s. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and you'll go 20 years yeah. without even thinking about it. Yeah. And then you'll dive into something that has nothing to do with a trauma experience yeah. and they'll start connecting the dots yeah. and they're like, bro, this all start, this issue that yeah. you're going through started yeah. here. Cause now things happen like even now where I'm like, uh, I'm just not, I'm not quite that right piece. I get it. Like, I get it. That That's the right piece. I'm quite not the right piece. And that's okay. I guess, but I, 
I agree and actually feel exactly what you're saying. Mm. I grew up thinking, like, once I get older, this stuff won't matter anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll get over this stuff. Yeah. And then you go through a certain amount of time because you were like, this stuff doesn't matter. That was kid stuff. Yeah. And then we get older for whatever reason, like, oh, whether it's your kids yeah. or your wife or yeah. it fla- if yeah. it didn't get healed up, yeah. if it's not healed up, yeah. it flares back up. Yeah. And it's so weird. Something I have a couple of traumatic experiences that I experienced when I was 10 years old. Yeah. Then in my late thirties, I'm like, am I still, yeah. is this something I never why thought is this about? bugging me? But it's not even that that's bugging me. It's like, why am I, I'm not being close to this person because of this. Yeah. Or I'm angry at this authority figure. They never did anything to me. Yeah. Because it's just weird to connect. Yeah. It just feels like, well, when shit happens that you're 10, yeah. When you're 30, you understand you were 10. Yeah. You know, from an out, and you're like, so get over it. You're yeah. 10 years old. You're a kid. It's, it's and I have a kid. It's what you're it is. a kid 10 years you're old, kid. and you say that. Fucking figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. it's just weird that some of that stuff, and it's not everything. It's not a spanking, or it's not like a no. reprimand. No. It's just certain things that. It's the outside cut, looking in. Something cuts deep into the soul, and yeah. for whatever reason, it could mean nothing to me. Yeah. It could mean everything to you. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it affects you deeply. Yeah. And uh, and trauma affects you deeply. And affects that different same... people differently. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I like, I don't know, again, like our generation, we deal with things differently. And whether it's right or wrong, who fucking knows? But, you know, now I see these videos of, like, people... I have anxiety. I'm freaking smacking themselves and all that stuff. I'm like, that sounds like you're you're just having a fit. Like, I've suppressed my whole life or managed my whole life with the thought process of like the outside looking in, in my own family dynamic, Mm -hmm. my whole life. And it's like, yeah, that probably made me do some decisions. That weren't probably right, but I'm not sitting here slapping myself in a fucking car like, con- like, yeah. Don't relax. Well, that's a whole nother discussion yeah, about fit. Yeah, I mean, generational th- thick skin mm-hmm. is like a whole. You could do a whole two hours on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, that's one thing I'm. In my parenting style, going back to parenting styles, I'm a very, I'm very anti, like, I get expressing your emotions, I get that, but you start whining and just throwing a fit for some stupid shit, I'm like, no, 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 come on. Like, you gotta be, you, expect, I I think it's, especially because I, I have boys, I'm like, no, no, you have to learn how to control your emotions a little bit, because Mm -hmm. as, as a man in this world, if you're an emotional man, it, it's a it's you're looked down upon. If you cannot control your emotions, in the times that you need to control your emotions, I definitely think that there is some leadership qualities that um, a man uh, is expected to have. Yeah. That if you're an emotional yeah. wreck. If you can't control your emotions. Yeah. yeah. If you can control your emotions, you're going to give up on some of the responsibilities yeah. that 
they hate saying this now, mm-hmm. but as if you're born a man, mm-hmm. you have responsibilities. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I don't really care that now they're like, it doesn't matter, you're a man or a woman. I just push all aside. I'm like, hey, if you're a man, mm-hmm. if if you're born, if you're a boy, mm-hmm. you grow up to be a man. Yeah. And as you as you process that yeah. and become a man, yeah. there's some there's things you need to learn to do. Yeah. Uh, that maybe others don't. There's things that are expected of you, regardless of if they're verbalized or not. Yeah, I think that's a better word. Expected. Yeah. There's yeah. things that are expected of right, you. Right. Right. Because if you go on the street and ask any woman, any woman on the street, do you expect your man to protect you? Right. That you're with right now. If somebody came over right now and was about to slap you in the face for no reason, do you expect your man to step in front and protect you? No. I would feel that at least 95. 9999. Yeah. I feel like all of them would. But. No, let him beat my ass. Maybe, maybe nowadays you'll get a couple that come in and say like, "No, I can protect myself." Yeah, well, of but course. In bro. this situation, if another man comes up to you, he's about to slap you in your face. If you don't expect your man to do that, or if you say that you don't expect your man to do that, and your man doesn't protect you, you're not staying with that man. Yeah. If he sits back and lets you get slapped in the face. And then says, like, well, I thought you had it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling that side dude right away. <laughs> you know, the worst thing is when they have, not the worst thing, but when they have ex- exceptions to the rule, yeah. there is always. Yeah. Like, as we have talked about before, Ronda Rousey could be everyone's ass except mine. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Mm. I know that if I saw Ronda Rousey on the street and Ronda someone tried to slap her. fucking you up. If I saw Ronda Rousey on the street mm-hmm. and someone tried to slap her, you'd step in front. I step in front, even though she could probably be the dude's ass. Well, you'd still try to protect. Yeah, because that's that's. And then if she tried to swing at me, I'd have to show her what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ronda. You get a fucking face kick, dude. dude. You so always say that. You're waking so... up in the fucking hospital, big as no. fuck, like this, like you just came off Salvia. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say this before we're about to be be done right now. Uh, I think Ronda Rousey is a very very beautiful woman, and I think she's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. And I think she's five three and 140 pounds. Mm-hmm. And if she came at me, I'm a bear hug her into submission. You done? Mm-hmm. You done? Mm-hmm. No, I, I see it. I see all that happening except for the bear hug actually happening. I see the hands going out to go bear hug and then you catching like an uppercut and you falling to the sleep in bear hug mode just straight down on your face. And then two legs randomly came around my neck Yeah. and yeah. night-night. No, no, no. You were already night-night. You were going night-night like this. You were, you were already like... Mm. Like you're going out, and you just fall flat on your face, and I'm over the corner having a beer. Like, I told his ass, I told his ass she would whoop his ass. Yeah, I ain't scared. Oh, I know you ain't scared. That's why you're gonna go night night. <laughs> See, if Ron Rouse came up to me, it was just like, "Hey, you better back the fuck up." I'd be like, yeah. I ain't about to get kicked in the face. No, I got it, bro. I'll, 
I'll protect her. <laughs> Don't worry, Rhonda. I'll Don't protect worry, Rhonda. you. I got you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Oh, I love you, bro. I love you too, dog. RFK, baby. RFK. <laughs> Stupid Rhonda, bro. <laughs> she would fuck you up. I scared her. <laughs> For my real fans.